You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Etheridge. So, Shannon, I don't know if you know. Oh, I bet I know. No, I, I don't. Maybe. Go ahead, no, you, you actually you do. <laughs> this is kind of radio teasing, like I'm, you know, some big whatever. But it's uh, the getaway, the Sexy Marriage Radio getaway comes up in June. And the deadline for the early bird rate, you know when it goes away? I do know that, but there's a lot of people who don't. Well, so you tell it. I, Since you know, you tell it. It is April Fool's Day. Don't be a fool and lose this opportunity to save some money. Exactly. So registration is going on now for the Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway that happens June 22nd through the 23rd, 25th, uh, here in the Dallas area, Dallas-Fort Worth area. And if you want to come, you need to register, and then you need to book your hotel room. Then you need to get your flights or your car fueled up, and you need to get it packed, and you need to come join us because it's a great four-day weekend where we go deep, we have a lot of time in the lab. We have a lot of time doing experiential things. We have a lot of time to get a chance to hang out with other couples. And we record some shows live. And it's just a fabulous four days. It's one of the highlights of the year for Pam and I. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. we want you to come join us. So if you haven't registered and you're planning on it, please do. So that way you can take advantage of the early bird discount because it goes away April 1st. Yep. I can't wait. I am so excited about how we're changing things up this year so that even couples who have attended the first yes. one or the second one will have a whole new experience with this third one. That's right. I love the direction that we're going with our topics. I'm really having a lot of fun researching and creating a whole new PowerPoint presentation and the whole nine yards. Sweet. And I'm glad that we're going back to that first location. That Marriott Solana is a sweet hotel. It really is. It's a great kind of secluded, romantic kind of a feel Posh. Some elegant, yeah. It's it's a good it's a good good place to be for four days. Plus, you get to hang out with us. What more can you ask? That's for? all. I mean, that's worth it right there, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. So, well, well, if you also are new to Sexy Marriage Radio, say I want to say thank you. Um, if you got any kind mm-hmm. of comments or questions or thoughts, please send those to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. You can also jump on iTunes, give us any kind of review or comments that helps us climb the charts. And spread the word that married sex is the hotbed for sex. And so we've done this before, and it went spectacularly well. And I'm excited yeah. about this episode because we have another listener that has been courageous enough. We're not that dangerous, though, I don't think. But they're courageous <laughs> enough to so join us. People think we're pretty edgy, Corey. Well, I get that, but um, we have a we have a listener that that filled out some information, and we've been going back and forth with. And I think her story, her struggle, is you know a lot of people are going to relate to so this. So common, <laughs> so common. I think that this struggle is so common. I think it's the reason why I got paid such a huge advance by Random House for the book called The Sexually Confident Wife because women recognize that that is a huge felt need in their own lives. I have met very few sexually confident women who just were that way naturally and organically from the start, women usually have some sort of rite of passage or transformation experience to really blossom and become comfortable in their own skin. And Molly has chosen to join us today because this is the exact journey that she finds herself on. I want to just read the part of her email that 
caught our attention, if I could, before we bring her on live. Um, because I think that this, again, I think that so many different women who listen to the show could have sent the same email to us, mm-hmm. but Molly just beat them to it. She says, I'm new listening to this show, but my husband listens quite a bit. We've had the same issue for the past five years of being together. I'm not confident enough in myself to just let go sexually. I have a high desire for sex, but not the same type of sex that he's wanting it to be. I know it could be better if I just let go and be freer. My question is, how do I get over my self-confidence with my husband? Are there tips that you have that we can do together to build my confidence? It struck home on one of your podcasts when you said, even if I try, he will say, well, you're just doing that because I want you to. She says, I really do want to be that sexual vixen that I was born to be, but how can I do that? I love the fact that she knows that she was born with this birthright, um, but it, it does take a woman to um, examine the hurdles that hold her back in the bedroom in order to blossom into that, that vixen. And, and I hope that nobody takes that term negatively to be a sexual vixen is a compliment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it, it just, it's a sign of her confidence mm-hmm. and a sign of her power. Um, and her son of vulnerability. Yeah. So Molly, welcome to the show. Thank you. We appreciate your courage. You go, girl. <laughs> Thank you. We're just going to let you take the show from here. Go. Okay. We're, we're going to sit back and drink some coffee. It's the table. No. <laughs> we would never throw somebody under the bus like that. No. Right? So Molly, I, I got a question just as we get started. When it says sure. to let yourself go sexually, that... Um, you're, we, we were having a quick conversation before we hit record and you made a comment that you feel like you do that, but it's not according to husband's terms. Is that kind of accurate? Yes. Um, it's very accurate. I feel like I'm not doing it up to standards to his standards, I guess you could say. Okay. And how, how far apart are those standards? Um, he's wanting more of an intimate relationship, sex relationship. I'm more of a high desire for the act of it. Okay. And I'd like to, to build it into more of an intimacy to where I have no shame in what I'm doing. It just kind of flows the way it should. Um, whatever happens, happens. Okay. Now there's, there's a huge difference between those two. (laughs) <laughs> just so you catch that that uh the flow no, flows the way it should well. versus it happens the way it happens yeah w- one is that it fits the mold that i or he have in our minds versus we're just going to let it be what it wants to be organically do you hear the juxtaposition organically, in those? Yes. Okay. okay so i guess my one of my first questions Corey, if i could ask yeah, is um what does your husband think that it should be and who who uses that word more often is it your husband thinks that it should be different or more or that you think that it should be different or more it it should be more with no thought involved it should just flow like you said organically it should um basically whatever whatever's gonna happen happens um, there's no holding back on, oh, well, he might not like it if I do that or vice versa. Okay. Just let the, let sex flow the way that it naturally should and no, no thinking involved. It just should just flow naturally. 
Hmm. Does that make sense? It, it does, it, but how do, you, how do you have sex without thinking involved? Especially when your brain is your largest sex organ. My, okay, then my thing is, is when we have sex, he thinks that I think too much about the actual act. Like, should I do this? Should I flip over? Should I move a certain way when it should just come naturally and flow okay. organically? So you have more anxiety about the logistics yes. of it. Yes. Okay. Did, I, did I say the wrong thing in that thing when it should just be, you know, what if it comes out of my mouth? That's what it, that's what it is. <laughs> right. Basically. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to me, Molly, because just I'm looking at your email and, and playing that over in my head and then hearing, hearing you say what you're saying now that your comment of he seems your husband wants to have more of the intimacy kind of connection you're fo- you have more of the focus on the acts and the pleasure of it, you know the yes. the the steps involved, if you will. Um, yes. But then in your email, the very first one you sent to us, when you said it struck home on one of the podcasts, when we said that even if you try it, he'll just say you're doing it because I want to, you know, because you, he wants. Okay, you to. another. Go ahead. An- another one of the things that we have issues with is is the. Uh, foreplay i guess you could say mm-hmm. seducing him wearing sexy outfits uh whether it be you know turning on a porn to get in the mood um that's where my confidence comes in because i've never really experienced that i guess you could say okay um the seducing part of it to where my confidence level is up and i'm turning him on and then it all just kind of goes from there that's my big issue with the confidence is having to to seduce him and all that so the issue is that you don't do that according to him i or according to you i I do not do that well i do not do that um i've never actually in my past in my sexual past i've never experienced that i've never been confident enough to be able to seduce a man and my husband i love to death dearly and i would love to seduce him but my confidence level is not up to par to where I feel like I'm confident enough to do a sexy dance and seduce him and then build into the act of sex. So is in your mind, Molly, is confidence and seduction positively correlated that when one goes up, the other will? Or is it possible to be seductive without being confident? Um, I believe both. I believe if I'm confident in myself and my, you know, self-image and mm-hmm. no fears about my body and everything like that, and then absolutely I can be confident enough to seduce my husband, to turn him on to where he's so turned on that the, the act of sex that follows will be mind-blowing. Right. But can that be done when without confidence? Mm, yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we... Okay. <laughs> yes There's and no. I mean... Number one. <laughs> It, it's a give and take, I guess, because, yep. I mean, there's times when we, you know, I do not seduce him and I, we have mind-blowing right. sex. I mean, our sex life is great, but I want it to be better on that better, higher level to where he's so turned on and I'm so turned on because of him being so turned on that we get to a different yep. level. That's a different intimacy. That's a different depth of intimacy, correct? Exactly. And do exactly. you know the path forward to get to that level? 
my self-confidence, I believe. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't frame it as confidence. I would frame it as vulnerability. Because yes, that's another one. Too. Yeah, if if because to me, uh, just hearing you talk and reading what we've because we've bantered back and forth for a couple of weeks <laughs> with with this uh, with the emails. Yeah. <laughs> um, to me, what's getting in your way the most? It sounds like is you don't see your vulnerability as a source of confidence. You see it as I must have the confidence because that's what I interpret he wants rather than you being raw as far as just you not scripted, but as far as, you know, the statement of you, his, his comment could be, you only did that because I wanted you to, if he's really wanting intimacy as a deeper connection in the sex act, your response being absolutely. That's why I did that actually is creating more intimacy. That makes sense? Oh, very good. That, yes, it does make a lot of sense. <laughs> because it's like, I'm not trying to fake this with you, man. I'm being me with you. And so that means you get the good and the bad. You get all of me. You get my unconfident, clumsy, fumbling around in the dark, <laughs> have no idea what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Plus, yeah, plus <laughs> you also get the, I know what I'm doing and I know how to do this woman. And when I can, when you can, not my, it's not my journey because this is yours, Molly, but, but when you can blend those yes. two, that's a depth of confidence that nothing can rival because that's you and that's as unique as you. Wow. Yeah. I never took it like that. Yeah. How would he respond if he, if he were to play that card and say, well, you're only doing this because I want you to, how would he respond if you said, yeah, and what's wrong with that? I want to turn you on. Turn the table and, and help him see that that's not such a bad deal. You know, that you, you really are doing things the way that you know that he wants them to be done because pleasing him is important to you. I can hear that in you. Very. Maybe the main question that I, or do you, do you have an answer to that before I move on to the next question though? What, how, how do you think he would respond if you said, yeah, and what's wrong with that? Like he take was it or leave it, pal. as well. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> confident right there. Exactly. I mean, said it exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Give him a little sass back. You're right. Okay. Exactly. There's, there's nothing wrong with a little sass appropriately interwoven into life. Uh-huh. What's wrong with that? Yeah. It's a very powerful question. And what's wrong with that? Um, so the next question I have for you is who told you that you aren't confident? No one. So where did you Absolutely get this message? No my, my, um, I really didn't. I guess it's it's me. It's no one else because everyone else, even including my husband, has told me how beautiful and how sexy. And I guess it's my own personal issue that I have. That you're getting in your own way? Yeah, I am getting in my own way. For okay. sure. Well, you mean to tell you the, the best news about that? If you're the one getting in your own way, then it is really easy to control that roadblock. Because if it was somebody else be getting in your way, you can't control anybody else, but you can control you. So if you're the one getting in your own way, you can also get out of your own way. Does that help you feel empowered at all? 
Yes, it does. Absolutely, it does. Yeah. So what the question that I have of you is like, obviously he has, he has a certain mentality of this is what foreplay looks like. It looks like you putting on sexy lingerie and doing a dance or turning on the porn, like you had mentioned, but I get the feeling that you seduce in a different way. If you want to make love with your husband, what is your normal repertoire for making that desire known? Um, I guess it's my own foreplay. Um, kissing, rubbing, kissing them all up and down in the, you know, the good spots as well and Mm -hmm. showing them that I'm interested in the mood. Okay. And is that not arousing to him? Does, does he need to reframe what you're doing and understand the power that you are bringing to the table? Um, because there's a lot of men on the planet that would give their right arm to have a woman who approaches him and kisses and rubs and touches the right spots and shows an interest. How is that not seduction? That's true. That's true in my eyes. I think with him, it's the more intimate foreplay, the, the dirty talk and the, like he said, the, the visual, he likes the visual. He likes to be able to see, to get turned on and to get in that right mood. Okay. So how about if you leave the lights on, when you start kissing him and rubbing him. And, you normally and, do. Yeah, yeah. And so helping him kind of bridge the gap between what he thinks, you know, what kind of perception he has and what you're actually doing. I, I don't know if Corey feels this way. I'm going to check in with you in a second. But I think that he's got some comparisons going on in his head, probably because of the porn that he watches, that it needs to look this certain way. And if what you guys really want is something organic and natural and unscripted, why would he compare to something else he's seen before and think of all the ways that this isn't the same? Can you see how incongruent those two things are? Yes, I can see that as well. Yeah. And so I I, encourage him to to stop comparing to other things he has seen or experienced is really important. That's, That's very true, yes. I, I try to do little things, you know, um, whether I put, you know, a mirror behind me so he could be able to see, you know, my backside if if we're making love or things that like that. That sounds like confidence to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I may not be, don't get me wrong, if I do try and seduce him and put on the sexy outfit, I do get nervous in the beginning because that's where my confidence, where I need to just go in there. And say, you know what? This is what I have. This is what I'm going to give you. And this is who I am. Mm-hmm. It's almost. But my nerves get the best of me. Well, okay. But Molly, you've got to come to grips with confidence and nervousness are not mutually exclusive. Mm-mm. Because I think a lot of times the things when I try something new does not matter the circumstances, but to, particularly when it comes to sex. There's going to be an element of anxiety and nerves as I grow into that new arena. So how do you, it's not necessarily fake it, but how do you confront that nerves, those nerves, and then still say, you know what? This is me though. This is more than you can even handle big boy. So here you go. (laughs) And, you know, That's and, good. and it's and it's almost just this. I'm gonna bring all of me, and I'm calling your bluff, buddy. If you're saying what you want is more intimacy, you better be ready for the the wave. 
because I've been holding back because I've just been nervous. But what if you actually bring those nerves forward and at the same time figure out how to confront yourself and soothe yourself into it and and just kind of follow where it goes then? That's good advice. Very good advice. I will it's, try it's, that. It's a similar anxiety as like when someone is going out to speak on stage that you actually can harness all of that anxiety and turn that into energy that helps you just explode and be bigger on stage. And, you know, before we went live with this call, do you remember what I had you do, Molly? You know, the whole stepping out of your car, spreading your arms and legs really wide and like a jumping jack stance and taking a deep breath and taking up as much space in the universe as possible. I want you to maybe think in terms of doing something along those lines before you walk into the bedroom or before you enter the scene where you're going to attempt the seduction. Because I think that this is a story that you've created in your head that I'm not confident. I'm awkward. I'm geeky. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm not going to do this right. Quote unquote, when there's no right or wrong way to have sex, there's no right or wrong way to seduce. If you are sending out positive sexual energy vibes, you're going to get hopefully some feedback that's going to lead to somewhere really good. So Mm -hmm. did you notice a difference in your countenance and in your confidence when you did this exercise right before the show? I did. It calmed me down quite a bit. Yeah. Thank you. But sure. Did it, did it take the nerves away, though? Not fully, but it calmed me down to where, you know, I could speak properly. Yep. and Perspective. It, it, not it puts as it, many nerves. Yep. Yes, it absolutely. Puts, it puts it in a better perspective. And, and I would think yes. that, that um, talking publicly about your sex life on a show with 100,000 downloads a month is a lot scarier than what you're accustomed to doing in your own home after f- five years of being together. So if you can do That's this very true. <laughs> as well as you're doing it, do you think that you can translate that same confidence into what you do sexually? I'm going to give it a shot because it's my husband and he's the one I love and I'm, I'm going to try it, be as confident as I possibly can be. Good for you. For him. And for me. There you go. Reverse those. Yep. (laughs) Do do, (laughs) do this for you. For me. For me. Do this for you. He reaps the benefit. It's not for him. There you go. It's for you because that's the path that we are always better to to go down because then it's uh, if I'm better, at least that happens. (laughs) You know, maybe the the sex wasn't fantastic, but at least I felt a little better. And, and who I was and how I presented exactly. it. Exactly, and that'll that'll build me up even further yeah. to maybe where I can go to the next level. Well, you will. You'll you'll get there because it's all the same thing. I mean, it's it's almost to a degree the whole process we talk about with Sexy Marriage Radio. It's lather, rinse, repeat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow! You say lather, rinse, repeat. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, I don't have That's hair good. to have to do that. I've used soap for years now because I have no hair. But when I had hair, it was lather, rinse, repeat. <laughs> That's hysterical. That's another good. another question that comes to mind, Molly, is the things that you described that you're not as confident with, with the sexy outfits, the dancing. Do you struggle with body image issues? Yeah, I've had some self-image before um, to where, you know, I didn't feel as sexy as I should have, but I've gotten over quite a bit of that in the past couple months. 
to where, you know what, this is me and I'm going to sh- show what I have. And that's what it is. Good. And, and so what, I've gotten a lot better about it. What have you, is there something in particular that you've been doing or meditating on that's helped you achieve that? Cause I'm sure that women inquiring minds want to know. Um, it's, it's mostly been my husband, to be honest. He is, he is so great. He tells me how beautiful I am, how sexy I am, and has really boosted, you know, my confidence. So he has helped me. You know, we, we got a gym membership to help me, you know, if I, if I thought my image looked bad to go to the gym. But he has been, he's been my rock. He's been the one telling me constantly, you are beautiful the way you are. Good. And that's what's helped me a lot. Well, and let me also give you some advice from a woman who's just a little further down the road. Well, actually, gosh, I'm a lot further down the road at 49, but, um, oh, I'm old enough to be her mama. That's kind of weird. Um, (laughs) it's like 17 years different. Here's the reality of this is the voice of wisdom. Okay. When you are 42, you're going to wish that you looked the way that you did when you were 32. When you're 52, you're going to wish that you looked the way that you were 32. Like at 32, this is kind of the peak, baby. You know, this is, you know, I know. And so enjoying your body every season, every step of the way is so, so important because, you know, usually nature and gravity and age and all that kind of stuff, it, it's going to slowly continue <laughs> to take its course. But confidence, it comes from within. Confidence is not about your size or your shape or your cellulite ripples or lack thereof or saggy boobs or perky boobs. It doesn't come from a physical attribute. Some of the least sexually confident women that I know are size two Abercrombie and Fitch type of supermodel type women. But some of the most confident women that I know are size 22 voluptuous. Here I am in all my glory, ready to romp. It's it's about your attitude. Yep. So I want you to just line up your attitude. I'm glad you're going to the gym for health reasons, but the sexual confidence, I want it to come from within, not from without because your body is going to change over time in the decades ahead. And that's okay. I, I want you to be right. as sexually the... confident at 92 as you are at 32. Absolutely. And I, I will get there. You're already getting there. Yep. Cause you, you need to realize <laughs> Molly, that physical prime has nothing to do with sexual prime. So true. Wow. That's good. Cause we're talking about yeah, a sex... deeper thing going on. We're talking about, you know, a lot of times the society, confuses genital prime with sexual prime and that's not at all true because you don't just have sex with genitals you have sex with bodies and souls and minds yep mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. last thing i got for you molly just a quick question when you're talking about um your definition of what your husband is interested in is the intimacy side of things how much time outside of the bedroom and inside of the bedroom do you guys spend on an average day with eye-to-eye contact Just eye to eye contact? No, well, just where you catch each other in the eye. I mean, because if, the, and it's not necessarily you have to give me a number or a minutes or a percentage, but it's really just to kind of make it a level of an awareness because a lot of times if we want better intimacy with people, we got to look them in the eye. And, and if you start to recognize it, we maybe aren't spending much time looking people in the eye. We're looking at body parts or foreheads or chins or something that makes it socially appropriate, but we're not actually being revealed or revealing. It, it brings to mind, too, while you're mulling that over, Molly, 
there is yeah. a great video um, that someone did an experiment of couples looking at each other in the eye. And it wasn't just husband and wife couples. It was, there was a, a father, daughter, there were two sisters, there was a brother and a sister, but four minutes of uninterrupted eye contact. I want to challenge you to maybe invest four minutes looking into your husband's eyes one night before you even start the seduction process. Start with that emotional connection first and see what flows out of that. Because when two people feel incredibly bonded together and there's nothing more bonding than eye-to-eye contact, um, the rest does unfold very Mm -hmm. naturally and organically. And that seems to be what you want most is you want it to feel natural to you. Absolutely. What's, it's Do you a, think that? Yeah, it's a way to we, reestablish. We actually have tried. Go ahead. We've, we've tried uh, talking about that and seeing, but we've never actually done the eye-to-eye contact. And I think it would be a good thing as well just to build that connection between each other. Yeah. And it's and it's not a staring contest. It's just a connect and then when one of you trying to make each other laugh right well even if you do that's okay that's that's a that's a connecting statement and and rewiring going on but it's an idea of you have you you catch each other by the eye and when one of you breaks it that's okay just do what you have to do to kind of reestablish it if you're trying to go a set amount of time but the the other side of it too is just start to be aware of as you go throughout the day because this goes this speaks more to just you as a woman Molly of how much are you spending time when you talk to people interact with people interrelate with people do you see them in their eyes or do and do they see you in yours because that's a confidence thing and it's so it's really just a large experiment that you can be real specific with your husband but you can also how do you uh, increase the level of awareness in the other aspects of your life? Because they're all interwoven. Absolutely. Well, Molly, do you got well, any I takeaways for right this? Track. Yep. You, what's, what's your takeaway from this as we start wrapping this whole thing up? I'd love to, I'd love your thought. Well, um, you've opened my eyes to a lot of things and, um, what I take away from it is, I am confident. I am who I am, and I'm going to do it for me and not for him. Well, as for him as well, but mostly for me. He gets the benefit. There you he go. He gets the benefit. There you go. You're more <laughs> confident than you thought you were, and it's only going to get better from here. Thank you guys very much. You well, bet. Molly, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, because you, you, girl, you gave a voice to a large number of people, and I'm going to even throw my own gender into this. That it's not talked about on confidence because guys can seem like, oh, yeah, we got it all together. But there are some scared little boys out there. I've been it. So <laughs> it's, how do we how do we all benefit from this? And I think that's you, you did a great job. Yeah. Thank you for well, spending that time with us. Thank you, guys. You bet. Well, this you has bet. been Sexy Marriage Radio. Uh, if if you uh, hear what Molly's saying, we'd love to hear from you. Feedback at, mex- at SexyMarriageRadio.com. So. Thanks for spending a little bit of time with us. And don't forget about the getaway. We love you for listening.